0: Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesia of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey everyone, this is Jessica Bryant. Thank you for joining us today for the Abide Podcast. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence in us and around us in our lives and in the silence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. then we'll join together for a prayer of grace. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger and that guided by your spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today's reading is the book of Luke, chapter 23. Then the whole company of them arose and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to pay tribute to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they were urgent, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him over to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had long desired to see him, because he had heard about him and he was hoping to see some sign done by him. So he questioned him at some length, but he made no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. And Herod with his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then, arraying him in splendid clothing, he sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before this they had been at enmity with each other. Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers of the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people, and after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him, I will therefore punish and release him. But they all cried out together, away with this man and release to us Barabbas, a man who has been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them at once, desiring to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, crucify, crucify him. A third time he said to them, why, what evil has he done? I have found in him no guilt deserving death. I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus over to their will. And as they led him away, they seized Simeon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, and laid him on the cross to carry it behind Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, Do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. For then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others, who were criminals, were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the Skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by, watching. But the rulers scoffed at him, saying, he saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who was hanged It was now the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, when the sun's light failed. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out in a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds that had assembled for this spectacle, when they saw what had taken place, returned home beating their breasts and all his acquaintances and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a member of the council, a good and righteous man, who had not consented to their decision and action, and he was looking for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down and wrapped it in a linen shroud and laid him in a tomb cut in stone, where no one had ever yet been laid. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, the part of the story that stands out to me is the part of the second criminal who was hung next to Jesus. He just has some really tender moments that uh, I kind of related to here, and. Uh, it's interesting that he both uh, confesses his sin to Jesus and to the, his fellow criminal, you know, saying that we are deserving of this death. We are the ones who have committed crimes. He recognizes the power of God saying, do you not fear God to his fellow criminal? And then to Jesus, the most tender thing he says is Jesus. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And to me that is just like so tender and so humble And, you know, he wouldn't have been saying this casually. He would have been saying this as part of his dying breath, you know, and certainly Jesus will remember this man. And he turns to him and says, truly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Um, And so I just uh, wanted to ask you where you might see yourself in this story. Um, Do you see yourself sometimes as the mocker who mocks Jesus and asks him to use his power um, to fix things like I sometimes do? Or do you see yourself as this humble, uh, broken man who's asking, saying, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That would also be my prayer from this section of scripture, that we would have the boldness to just call out to Jesus, confess our sins to him, and that we would know in our hearts that he does remember us and we will meet him in his kingdom one day. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.